Human beings are social creatures. There's simply no avoiding it. When we're spending the majority of our time in the virtual world with virtual friends, it's easy to convince ourselves that we have a great social life. However, without that personal connection of having real-world friendships, it's not going to take long before it starts having an effect. Creating this close-knit group of friends is something everybody struggles with after they quit gaming. The majority of gamers haven't spent much time developing their social skills, taking part in active hobbies, or really dedicating much of their energy towards going outside and meeting people. Like with everything, there are exceptions to the norm, but as a general rule, gamers are known for being antisocial people that spend all their time in a dark room. And that's not entirely inaccurate, <laughs> based on my own experiences. But I'm going to be using that generalization throughout this episode. I'll be going into more detail about the specifics of what you can do to make friends later, but I'll give you the single most important piece of advice right now. If you want to have a great friendship group, be someone that people want to be friends with. If you use this as the guiding principle for all of your decisions, it's pretty hard to go wrong. I'll give you a different example if you're not sure what I mean by that. Let's say you're struggling to find a girlfriend. Ask yourself the question, would you date yourself if you were in their shoes? Put simply, are you the kind of person that someone would be attracted to? You might have to accept some hard truths about yourself during this process, but until you can internalize the fact that in order to attract great friendships into your life, you need to become someone that would be a great friend. Chances are, if you spent the majority of your life playing games, not caring about yourself, and you haven't got many real hobbies, you probably don't have the best eating habits, the best body, the health, or the mindset. So if you want to make friends, you're going to have to start with yourself. A lot of this process has to do with figuring out who you want to become, what kind of life you want to lead, which is a whole different podcast in and of itself, and I'll do one later on. However, a few things should be made clear. If you want to make new friends, you're going to have to commit to some new hobbies, make a conscious effort to build relationships, give more than you take, and accept that it's going to be difficult at times, and not everything will work out the way that you planned. If you're listening to this and you're still in college or school, you're incredibly lucky. Seriously. Making friends after you leave college becomes so much more difficult. It's not impossible, by any means. Like, absolutely not, but it's a much more arduous process. If you're a 30-year-old gamer with no job, no hobbies, still living with your parents, you're going to be playing on hard mode. But that's all part of the fun. Over time, you'll learn to enjoy the process. Even though you might not think that way right at the start. Throughout this entire journey, you need to remember that you're going to have to put in a lot more effort at the start than you are at the end. Think of it like growing a fruit tree. You have to do almost all the work before it begins giving back. You have to nurture it, you have to be selfless in your approach to making friends, and eventually you'll be rewarded with something beautiful. And you'll find, just like growing a tree, the more time that you give it, the more you get back in the end. It almost becomes exponential. That tree will bear more fruit, and over time, one tree will become two, become four, six, ten. With enough effort, you'll have your own friendship orchard <laughs> full of amazing, enriching trees, each one bringing value into your life. But you can't grow any trees without breaking a few twigs. Is that how the saying goes? Regardless, let's start there. What do you do with your old friends? That makes it sound like your gamer friends or your online friends are disposable, that there's something you can just throw away. I mean... 
in a way they are. If you wanted to, you could just walk away from them, never talk to them again, and they'd be gone from your life. Should you do that? Honestly, it's up to you. It can be a pretty callous approach, especially if you do it incorrectly. But it can also be necessary for some people if you have some truly toxic friends. I'm still close to some of my old online friends, but I've made it clear to them that I don't want to talk about video games with them. If they do bring up games, I tell them I don't care, and that usually shuts them up. Seriously, I just say I really don't care about this conversation. Or if they tell me, have you seen the new the new trailer for this video game? I just tell them I don't give a shit. And yeah, it shuts them up pretty quick. Honestly, I take a look at the people you spend the most time with or who you spend the most time interacting with online. What's their life like? What's their mindset like? Are they addicted to gaming or do they constantly talk about video games? Or are they productive, hardworking, healthy, happy? Do they have great relationships? Remember, if they're not helping, they're hindering. Your friendships are one of the most important aspects that define who you are and where you'll end up. It's okay to be selfish. It's okay to disassociate with certain people because they're not contributing anything to your life, or even in some cases, they're taking stuff away. Don't be with energy draining people. It's just not worth it in the long run. Once you've done this and looked at your friends and seen how you can change things, send a message to your friends, perhaps. Maybe you talk in a shared Discord server or group chat or privately message them individually. Tell them you're taking a break from gaming and would appreciate it if they can just avoid talking about games or inviting you to play. Generally, most people are cool with this. They don't, they don't care as much as you think they do. People can work themselves up so much about telling their game of friends that they're quitting gaming and they're, they're worried about how people will think. But in reality, if they're your friends, they're going to be supportive of you no matter what. Then delete Discord if you use it. Remove yourself from any group chats with toxic friends. And if anyone calls you out, just ignore them. Now you're ready to start creating a new, uplifting and amazing group of friends. So, what kind of person do you want to become? Do you want to become an author, musician, accountant, scientist, bodybuilder, a normal builder, all of the above? What kind of hobbies does the ideal version of yourself take part in? Where do they hang out? What do they wear? It's fairly well known that if you want to make friends, then you should get involved with hobbies, local communities, learn new skills, but a lot of people struggle to work out what hobbies they should do. Is it a case of throwing a load at a wall and seeing if something sticks? Again, it's up to you. Personally, I prefer my approach where I work out what hobbies and skills I need to do to become my ideal self, and I start from there. In my case, I know that hiking outdoors, playing music, learning languages and taking pictures all play a part in forming my ideal life. Those things alone won't give me my ideal life, but they're hobbies that I can focus on. Sure, I have more things that I enjoy doing, but these hobbies have been consistent in my life for years. And now, as a result, I've got an amazing friendship group that has grown and developed into something that I can say I'm proud of. Also, through learning these skills, it's made it much easier for me to make new friends and connect with more people than ever before. The more you do, the more you can talk about, and the easier it is to talk to people and introduce yourself, and the more interested they'll be in your life. When you're passionate about something, people notice that. People are happy to talk to you there. They're interested in your story and what you do and they want to know more. You'll notice it if you do go down this path of getting hobbies and making friends. 
how much easier it becomes later on. But anyway, start at the end, work out who you want to become, and think about what skills and hobbies will get you there. Then, it's just a matter of looking into local groups, communities, classes, and whatever else involves these hobbies. Don't worry too much about setting goals, just enjoy them for what they are. Take solace in being a beginner, and if you put the effort in, you'll soon fall in love with the process. Also, if you throw yourself into these groups with a willingness to learn and grow, with enough time you'll more than likely make friends. Unless you're a creep, then your problem goes deeper than finding new hobbies, but generally, if you're just nice to people, interact with the human being, interact with them like a human being, take part in these hobbies and become passionate, you'll find it easier than you thought to make new friends. Just remember that golden rule, give more than you take. If you find people that you resonate with and become friends with, take the initiative and be the person that invites others out. I guarantee that everyone is waiting to be asked out to social events and expecting other people to do the work. If you become known for inviting others out, it'll help you build friendships much more quickly. I'm going to assume you have a basic level of awareness. Don't just walk up to some random girl on your first day in a hobby group and invite her out before you've even said a word to her. Take time to get to know the group and if you get close to some people, invite them out to somewhere interesting. But I can hear some of you saying, what if I live in the middle of nowhere or there are no groups near me to take part in? The unfortunate thing is you're going to have to suck it up for a while. Somewhat, anyway. Partly joking. If you live near a big city and you just say there's nothing around because you have to take a 30 minute drive to be able to meet people, tough. Deal with it. Remember, you're going to have to make an effort if you really want to do this. As someone who lived in a tiny rural town in the middle of nowhere, in the heart of England, I can attest to how difficult it is. But it's still possible. Sure, things got easier when I moved to a city, but I realised when I looked back, a lot of the reasons why I said I couldn't make friends in that town were due to my own limiting beliefs. When I didn't have a car, I could have taken the bus. When I did get a car, I didn't want to drive 20 minutes, even though I drove 15 minutes to the gym and back every day. Little things like that will easily cause you to hold yourself back. So do your best to think, how can you make this work, whatever the cost? Not, I could make it work, but... Another aspect to consider is your job. Jobs are a great way of meeting people, even if not everyone you get on, not everyone that you work with is going to be an amazing person. But it's pretty easy to meet people and build social circle through that. What's your current job like? Could you relocate somewhere with more people, better people, earn more money and have a better quality of life? If so, what's stopping you? You don't have a job? What can you do to get one? What skills can you build that enable you to start a career? I went down the freelancing route while I was working in a restaurant. And if that's something you need to do for a while, so be it. There's nothing, nothing wrong with working shitty minimum wage jobs and learning new skills on the side. The thing with the job is that it forces you to be social. It forces you to interact with people and make friends and develop critical skills that will assist you in every area of your life. When I look back, I think my five years working in restaurants played a much bigger role in shaping my character than I give it credit for. The way that I've talked about it might make it seem extremely easy. It's definitely simple to make new friends, but it's far from easy. You'll want to go back to your comfortable virtual bubble, but you have to do what you can to avoid it. If you start developing new hobbies and skills, start building a great friendship group, before you know it, your life will be too good for you to go back to gaming. The life you've built for yourself 
will be better than any live you could create in a video game. So get started, take action, make some awesome friends, and watch your quality of life go through the roof. Until next time, peace. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Game the System, the number one podcast on gaming addiction brought to you by Game Quitters. As always, if you enjoyed the episode, make sure to share it around to family members, friends, or anyone you think could benefit, and don't forget to leave a review. It's super helpful. Check us out on social at Game Quitters Everywhere, and if gaming addiction is affecting your life, we recommend having a look at our guide on the website. It's gamequitters.com forward slash respawn if you're a gamer, and gamequitters.com forward slash reclaim if you're the parent or loved one of an addict. The important thing is not to lose hope, and remember, real life is always worth fighting for. See you in the next episode.